Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I Okay, before we get into this podcast, I just wanted to say Brady Kachuk is one of the ugliest hockey players <laughs> I've ever seen. Don't make Martin. That's Martin's favorite hockey player. Come on. Bro, he is so ugly. He <laughs> literally looks like exactly like Don Cherry's <laughs> dog. He He's like, not a good looking guy. If he wasn't a hockey player, he'd have a rough life. I don't like Matthew Kachuk, but at least he's got some looks. Like, you know? I don't think Matthew Kachuk's good. I feel like this is a podcast topic. I feel like we need to have to. <laughs> Who's the sexiest player? Who's the best looking? Yeah, we, know, we, no, we know who Luke's favorite sexiest player is. Tyler he Sagan. Up, yeah, he brings it up every other day. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. just a fact. Nobody's, nobody's saying, just out of nowhere, Luke will be like, Tyler Sagan is hot as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luke actually wants to bang Tyler Sagan. Like, let's be real. Whoa, whoa, Pretty whoa, whoa, whoa. I want him to bang me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com. And follow us on Instagram at Talking Hockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. I know I haven't introduced it yet, but this better all be in there. Oh, oh it is. Luke's I... recording? I didn't and welcome to episode 61 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Okay, for our first topic today, <laughs> Matt yeah. Kachuk and Brady Kachuk. Who's the better looking? <laughs> no, Matt Kachuk. Yeah. There's Luke's only take one is Brady is uh, not the best looking. Uh... My take is this. Brady got 0% of the looks <laughs> and Matthew got like 100%. I don't know if there's any other kids in there, but like it did not end well for Brady Kachuk. He's a hockey player. My favorite, doesn't matter, <laughs> yeah, dude, my favorite Brady Kachuk picture is that one. I think it was like two years ago where he's sitting on the bench and they're screw driving on his helmet. It looks like he's 
Yeah, no one knows what I'm talking about. Nobody knows on you. No one knows what you're talking about. My favorite Mac and Truck picture is when he, he was like a he was like probably fifteen or sixteen and he went to some NHL game and like the photos of the with photo him right and like a cheerleader or something. And he's like so oh, happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite Brady Kachuk photo. I just sent the the Brady Kachuk photo to the group. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Is this yeah, one that you made you go and look this is the one. Oh, this one. This is the, oh, uh, yeah. yes. Now so the, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it literally he looks has the screwdriver on his helmet. Yeah, he looks a <laughs> little like special. A there. No, I was watching the game tonight and I was just like, he he it, the camera cut to him and I was just like, this guy is so ugly. <laughs> and I say that as an ugly person, people. I say that as a person who's like not the most attractive person in the world. I say that this guy's ugly. Hey Luke, don't mm-hmm. say that about yourself. Have some confidence. Come on. Oh, I'm confident. I just but, accept it about myself. But, but yet, Brady Kachuk is probably banging all the bitches, just and you are he, not. He has a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he does have a girlfriend. That's probably not stop. When, since when does that stop? These yeah, guys? Exactly. yeah, that's also a good. Point. <laughs> if, remember, remember that episode we recorded <laughs> where we shared like all now. these stories that. <laughs> yeah, and then we ended we, up coming yeah. off of it because <laughs> we didn't want to get sued. <laughs> Eric, do you have like a smoke going on in your room or something? Oh yeah, it's my humidifier. Got uh... okay. I was gonna say I saw some stuff coming out of the the top left. Anyways, what we're talking about today, Ty? Go playoffs and coaches. Yeah, coaches. Okay. What do we want to talk about first? Co- play. Uh, let's do the coaches first because that that'll be quicker, I think. Yeah. What are we talking about? So David Quinn got David oh. Quinn got fired right today. Mm-hmm. So basically, the Rangers have cleaned out their entire house. Yeah, they fired everyone, um, eh? Like, a, <laughs> literally, yeah, all their coaching people, basically, except the goalie coach. I'm pretty sure, who you know, probably is the only one on that team that probably deserved to stay. Realistically, based off of his last like 15 years with the Rangers. Yeah. So, I mean, David Quinn was not a. I don't think he was a very good coach. He was a guy who came from uh, college, like he was a, a college coach for NCAA. Rangers hired him because they were starting their rebuild, so he kind of seemed like the perfect guy for them. But their defensive results have been awful. If they didn't have Adam Fox, they would be in a total. They would look like a totally different team out there. I think. Yeah, it was so weird that like he came in as the guy that came from college who knows how to develop young guys, and then he proceeded to not <laughs> do that. <laughs> yeah, they, they totally wrecked yeah. the, 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 the I, I don't know if you can blame it the entire entirely on the coach, but like they they wrecked uh, Leah Anderson, right? Because they they called him up when he was like nineteen, and they just benched him. And when he was in games, they played him like three minutes a night. And then uh, who else? Did they have Kravtsov. I don't know Kako. how he's doing. Casco Lafreniere this year. Well, I think you guys probably saw what I shared on my story, which is Lafreniere has gotten like the least amount of minutes among first overall picks in the last, like, I think out of the last 15 first overall picks, he's basically gotten the least amount of minutes and least amount of power play time out of all first round, first overall picks. And it's Lafreniere. It's not like this is, That's insane. I don't know. I don't want to insult. That's like, you know? crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Like some of the other like less, uh-huh. Noteworthy first overall picks that there've been like uh, Nico Hishier or uh, who who else wasn't that noted? Nugent Ryan Nugent Hopkins, I guess. Yakupov maybe like uh, yeah, and then Kako didn't. Yeah, and Kako, yeah, you know, he didn't deserve to get more minutes. To be time. fair to, to, to like Quinn because he was time. just awful, but 
Um, he got he didn't get many minutes either compared to many second overall picks that entered the league right away as well. Yeah, because Kako last year, uh, they're bringing in someone who has. Uh, Elliot Freeman in. said before the the Leafs game today that they're bringing in someone who has experience. So, who's who's fired recently? Babcock, Gallant, uh, Boudreau, Gallant, Boudreau, yeah, one of those. Julian, oh Julian. I think they should. I think they'll go after. But they're still Gallant. Columbus is open because Tortorella go back to New York. They do want more like um, physical. They do want to bring in more of Tortorella's like uh, skill set. Well, he Tortorella was a Ranger, no, was the Rangers. Is coach Tortorella forever, very good though, with he? prospects? Like, yeah, he was. He was like ten years ago or something. More than that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. I don't. Yeah, Torts is com- Torts is coaching somewhere. I actually think I have a gut feeling that it's Mike Babcock. He just seems like a James Dolan kind of guy for all, this team. All the quotes coming out of the rain. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's Babcock. But all the quotes I, I out of the Rangers is about culture. And attitude and needing to win and like physicality and leadership and all this crap. Yeah, yeah, actually, they want Brenda Moore. I think they, most teams want. I think Elliot Brenda Moore is not going anywhere. Yeah, he's getting really really Carolina is nickel and diming all their coaches. Eh, they are. They are actually nickel yeah, and diming every him. single. They coach. have to keep him. Yeah. He just led them to first in their first or. First in their it's, and he's strong arming them. He's like, you're not getting me without all my assistance. But he's also taking a haircut. I mean, he's already loaded. Yeah. He's too, not signing right? anywhere close to where he probably could get open market. Yeah, yeah. I know. So yeah, the owner. I know. Tom Dundon is is literally trying to save so, every penny he can. Columbus has an opening. Uh, Buffalo probably will have an opening. New York has an opening. Vancouver might have an opening, depending on Travis, Travis Green's Green. Uh, yeah. There's uh, Seattle. There's Arizona. Yeah. So that's like seven teams that need to hire a coach. Montreal's probably not going to keep Ducharme unless something crazy happens. Yeah, I doubt. I doubt he have stays after Is Botterill still in Detroit? No, Bottle? sorry, not Botterill. No, what's what's the Detroit coach? Blashill. Yeah, Blashill. he still is. Blashill. Yeah, but he, he doesn't... He's gone. He's tough because, like, the Rangers ha- have actually done better than a lot of people expected them to as well, right? They're, They've been awful, but... Yeah. I just don't think that it matters who's, who's coaching coaches. Detroit. Like, they are so far away from... Yeah, they just need a development contending. guy. And I don't know Blashill's the development guy, but... You know, he, he's done well with some of the other guys, Larkin, Mantha, um, who else? Oh, <laughs> that's basically that's it, actually, the, in Detroit right Yeah, now. literally. Zadina hasn't done – I know that Zadina's Zadina's been awful Zadina's, this year. Yeah. Um, the defenseman, God, I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now, but uh, I, I really liked him. Fuck. Anyone know? Peronic? Peronic, yeah. He didn't do that well this year either. He did very, very, very poorly. Peronic? So. But again, Detroit was all awful all, all around. Who okay, cares? Like, literally, it's like a, they're at the who cares point, but like they actually are years away from contending again, I feel. Cause, just because of how their rebuild has gone. And even next year, they're probably looking at another bottom place finish. And Vrana, who they brought in, has been awesome. Yeah, <laughs> they finished ahead. I know they finished ahead, of Columbus, and yet they but... finished ahead of Columbus. Who would have thought that, man? Like literally. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Line's comments at all? 
line. I think that was a poor translation. By yeah. The way. So, so I was gonna the article post that. was in Finnish. Yeah. So I was gonna. But post it, it was that. a really poor translation. Yeah. So I had one of our Finnish followers actually DM'd me, and he basically said something. I'll read what he said, but basically something along the lines of like, "Look, there's a couple words that he used that could go, can mean a bunch of different things." So, like, it could have been, like, a much less harsh version of essentially what he did say. Yeah. Because basically what that when that quote came out, when that person tweeted it in English, he's like, oh, Line is like, I hate playing hockey, basically. What really Line was kind of saying, like, it was such a crazy year for COVID and so, so this the is condensed what he, this schedule. Is what the, and, yeah. This is what this guy's saying. He's saying his name is Jesse Retalainen. I don't know if I, I pronounce any of that right. Probably not with my record. But uh, it's been taken a bit out of context. On Joxa can mean a number of things, but ten, the, but the translation is a bit off. He's basically saying he's exhausted physically and probably mentally as well. Finnish can be a bit blunt, and I think this quote has been made to look like he hates hockey. Yeah, that's that's basically Finnish people it. are very blunt. Can confirm. Yeah, I met so one. It's just the the Nordic uh, dude was blunt. Just the Nordic blood, you know. Dude was blunt. I think bro. it's it's Dude a very like blunt. Nordic like German thing. I feel because like you know we all like lie. We not lie, but like we all like we all PR ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Whereas they're they're more just like straight up. Like it's like a cultural thing, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So Patrick Lyon's comments weren't openings. as harsh, but it still sounded. It doesn't sound good no matter what. Right. No. There's there's no. I wonder if he'll be happy that Tortorella is not coming back. Probably. I mean, does, is his contract up this season? Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, Lainey yeah. did say that he wants to stay in Columbus. I mean, he's not going to tell. I mean, odds are he's not going to tell the media I want to get out of this hellhole. Not that Columbus, he did. He uh, did in Winnipeg. He did in Winnipeg. Yeah, but that that was <laughs> like true. you know very much later on in the relationship. Not who coaches Anaheim. Ago. Is that still Randy Carlisle? No, no, no. It's Dallas Eakins. Oh, bro. No. Yeah, what? Formerly on the Toronto Marlies. You know, Anaheim's kind of a disaster right now, too. I feel like Anaheim's just, like, we've all forgotten about Anaheim because, you know, they're in the fucking West Division and nobody cares. They're they're not actually, yeah, they're pretty young. Well, they're but they're super not, young. They still have a lot of, you know, like a lot of their younger they're, they're guys have not stepped up. Yeah. But I don't they, know why. Why is Gallant yeah, not back in the yeah, league, though? Yeah, because he wants to, he's going to coach Seattle. Guaranteed, I th- I think that that's pretty solid. I, I I feel at least he's going to be the head coach of Seattle. <laughs> yeah, did you hear what, that, you just or is just like what? a no, fantasy? No, no, no. Like I just think, <laughs> like, because I, I heard that too, and I heard that from Elliot Freeman on his podcast. Or no, something. like I, I just think, the, that I think that he's been out of the league for so long. He must story. be part of the Seattle organization because he's he's never even really been linked to any other NHL jobs. You know what I mean? No, that's a good point. Like anytime, anytime well, someone's no, got fired, soon. no one said they're probably going to announce their the expansion drafts coming up. Here. It's very yeah, soon. that's this off season, right? Yeah, it's this it's, off season. When do they draft? Everyone's gonna yeah, start freaking it? out. We're gonna see hopefully some moves. <laughs> The, the flat cops wrenching that. Huh. Maxime Comtois. That's a good season, though. That's a good scoring, rookie season. With right 33 there. points. 
Yeah, no, that's bad. For him. <laughs> that's very but, like that's, that's they, your they number have a one bunch score. Of guys who are good, like good ish players, but by the time Anaheim's ready to compete again, they're going to be out of like out of their prime, like Fowler and Lindholm Raquel. and Manson and whatever Raquel. I think Getzlaff, they're probably going to re-sign him so he finishes out his career in Anaheim. Yeah, and we haven't talked enough about how bad Getzlaff's been for like two years now. Yeah. He's just That's what off loyalty. He, he's very, I think he's if barely not, an NHL player right now, to be honest. If they're not wanting to compete for the next two years, who cares if keeping your, you know, your franchise player there for another oh, yeah. two years? Yeah, he's okay to keep him the... around. Because they gave him like four years, dude. Why did Shattenkirk go there? They gave him like four years there. at four million. He dude. won his cup. He he doesn't need the cup anymore. He got it. <laughs> True. And now he can it's go good. and live his life now in he California. Can go, Come yeah. on. <laughs> you would you hundred percent, Martin? Fair. You would have made the exact same decision without a doubt. <laughs> and we probably all would have. I would have won my cup. Peace <laughs> off to Anaheim. No pressure to compete for the next four years of my contract. Make four million bucks or whatever it is a year and live it up in California. The dream, yeah, dude. I would if the you didn't. Dream. If I didn't care about hockey, yeah. that's exactly like if I was good enough, but didn't care. Because Anaheim thinks that they're going to be okay, well, Anaheim like signed Shattenkirk. Years, is, yeah, <laughs> a whole nother thing in itself. Ty, next time you blow your nose on on uh, the yeah, podcast, I, mute yourself, okay, buddy? All right, I don't know. I don't have a microphone, so I can't. No, you can go. There's a button on the website. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, there is. Well, you can mute me afterwards. There's so definitely that's okay. a mute button. Yeah. My nose, Make I have had really bad allergies, man. <laughs> Sorry. I don't yeah. have allergies. My, de- my allergies have been really outside. bad today, too. <laughs> Yeah, they need to. All right, Anaheim guys, we're not talking about some, how to yeah, rebuild yeah, yeah, Anaheim. Okay, yeah, we're yeah, talking about coaches, and we're talking coach. about playoffs. Yeah, we let's talk about how to rebuild here, Anaheim but... in the off season when we have nothing to talk about. Let, okay, let's just rapid fire. Who do we think is going to be the coach of Arizona? Uh, so they're the, going to have some other some upcoming no, dude. Yeah, they're going to have a nobody yeah, that nobody no knows because they can't afford real coach. some assistant coach. Yeah. Okay, who's going to be yeah, the next coach? They want someone young. They want someone young. Some assistant I, coach or a college coach is going to. You get don't think Bruce Boudreau is going to go to Columbus? I don't think Bruce Boudreau is going yeah, to. Finish, yeah, some, what if they bring in like a, like a Finnish guy? Come. Yeah, head coach of yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would it would be nice to expand the talent pool of the thirty-five GM coaches on, in the only Finnish on coach. So I'm down for it. If anyone's they going to do it, it would be doing it too. Though, exactly. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Armstrong and Arizona would do it too much. An ex, an ex no, don't player, bring in an ex like player. Like Oli Jokinen. Like someone Two. like that. They yeah, but Gretzky. the ex players never do well as coaches. It's like, always an ex player. Like, that's what the, okay, but he was like way out of his career. And then, well, like, what okay. about Brendan Moore? What about Sheldon yeah, Keith? Really Sheldon Keith. Yeah. I think Rob Bendemore just bullies people because of how big his biceps are. <laughs> that, guy's just a, they, they, that guy's just a freak, man. He's just yeah. ridiculously fit. <laughs> It's so weird. You feel like okay. it always made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Sorry, it was so, I think it was so easy, easy to, to follow because of or that. I loved it so much when Babcock would be like coming out to all his press conferences, like absolutely drenched. I have to put in the work too to, to show my guys. Like, shut up, Babcock. Shut, <laughs> shut up. Bernie so Bernie Moore is the only the one that can say that because he could probably compete with half of his <laughs> players in terms of fitness. Yeah. Like, uh, who's gonna be? The coach of I don't know if Dallas's coach sticks around. To be honest, I think he will. Um, he, he went to the Cup final. 
who's going to be yeah. Buffalo's coach? You think they're going to keep their coach? I think or? they're going to keep. They're going to keep Granado. Yeah, I think they're going to keep him too. I, I think that he the the the, the friend they they said they're going to yeah, look for other coaches, like but firstly, I don't know if anyone really wants to go there at this point. And secondly, I think given the situation where Buffalo lost sixteen <laughs> games in a row, and Eichel and everyone was pissed off, and the entire franchise is in shambles, and he came in there and finished off the season, I think, and they they were decently better at least. Yeah, they need some the, consistency too. I. Yeah, you know, you can't just unless they're going to go get some elite coach who somehow wants to go and looks at Buffalo as a challenge and goes, okay, I'm going to fix that heaping pile of like shit. Buffalo does have money, more they money. Pay an How many? But I know the Pagulas that they, they're making so much money off the bills at this point, but like. How many coaches are still on their and GMs are still on their payroll right now, man? Yeah, like they've been firing coaches basically every year, GM every other year, dude. Yeah, that's a good point. And they have to keep paying them through their contract. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, they probably exactly. have like million. They probably have like seven million dollars of dead money. Yeah. just on like ex coaches and GMs. Because because no one's gonna go and hire. Like I think that, that the way it works is when if you're if you fire a coach who's partly in his contract and then he gets hired by someone else, then you don't have to pay him anymore. Yeah. But after or the coach, other team picks but up after his contract. You coach Buffalo, you're not getting you know? exactly. No one's no one's picking up Ralph you, Kruger. You pay, you pay at this point, right? No one's, no one's hiring him. No one's hiring Botterill as your next GM. Because yep. <laughs> Kruger, I think they they gave him like a five year contract when they first signed him. Yeah, they give him a big deal. <laughs> they give uh, they give everyone a big deal. Big deals there. I'm pretty sure. But yeah. I would be shocked if Phil like LA and Vigneault sticks around in Philadelphia. But um, uh, who did, who's going to coach New York? No, shut I up. I said Babcock. No, New I York. think it's going to be like Tortorella or, you know, they're going to get a big name. Boudreaux, Gallant. Like, they're going to get a big name or they're going to – I think Gallant. Yeah, they're going to get a big name. It's going to be like Tortorella, Gallant, Boudreaux, like one of those guys. Is Babcock not a big name? Mike He's a big Babcock. name, but, like, I don't see him getting a job with the Rangers after the whole D'Angelo mess, like, just – you know, inviting in a new Well, if there's issue. one thing, Mike Babcock is not a racist and he's also not, he also stands for mental health. So, <laughs> you know, he, he's a big mental health supporter, even though he bullies his players, he's a big mental health supporter. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe the New York Rangers need some of that after D'Angelo, you know? Yeah. Going to sit down, have some nice therapy with them. <laughs> exactly. Okay. okay, now we can get into the playoffs. All right, boys, I wrote down all the playoff uh, series, so I'm going to write down, keep track of who said what. Um, we'll go – I'm just going to go based off TSN's order here. Uh, Toronto, Montreal. Toronto and six. Oh, man. Oh, man. I want to say Toronto's going to win because Tor- they should win. I agree with that. There's, there's, there's no way that they shouldn't win. But will they win? I have, as a lifelong Leaf fan, they're losing this because last year against Columbus, everyone's like, "Oh, this is tie. this is so easy. They're going to be Columbus. Columbus sucks. The Leafs suck. Tie. You can tie. Make your prediction. Tie, yeah, tie. <sighs> make your make your prediction. Stop whining and Montreal in six. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Tie. Tie. Shut You're up. So- Okay, okay, okay. Toronto and five. That's what I said. Toronto and five. Oh my god. 
Ty is like the most Montreal bizarre person Boston to follow along teams. with in our group chat. It's Montreal sucks. They're terrible and have no idea what they're doing in the next. And I'm so scared to play them in the playoffs in the next second. It's fucked. Okay. Because something that you guys don't get is that they're missing Druan, Weber, Gallagher. Say what you want about Carey Price, but they're missing Carey Price. And Tatar it just was injured. I don't know if he's 100%, but he's back in the lineup. So they're missing. They were missing like five regular players who are. We're really not doing good. a deep analysis of each playoff. I series. know, but that's why I'm saying is that there. There's also a week off for the Canadian playoffs, right? Like Montreal season's done today. I think they have a week off until the playoffs start. So Gallagher's likely going to be back. Weber's going to be back. Oh it, God, it, Weber and, and, and Gallagher! Price. I'm terrified now. <laughs> You're terrified of Gallagher. You short king. Come on. <laughs> Uh, Martin, how many games for you? And who's uh, winning? You agreed six, with me in six. Six for Toronto. Yeah. Okay. So we're all Leafs in six. Okay, six. Tie. Ty, who's who's frightened Ty. of Montreal, but then says Toronto in five. Ty, yes. their goal differential is Toronto has a plus 42 and Montreal has a minus eight. Like, I know a goal differential not the best one, but fuck, dude. Dude, there's a, there's a very, like, decent gap. And it's not like this, you know, upsets can't happen, but there's a very good gap between Montreal and Toronto right now. Like, every single model has it from, like, 67% to, like, 75%, basically, for yeah. Toronto winning. Like, that's... That's yeah, almost but is the game played on the score sheet or on the spreadsheet or on the on yeah, the game card? Well, mean, Montreal doesn't even Montreal's not even a, a built team for an upset, really. Unless Carey Price goes on. They a did last year. Crazy they, ups, run. they kind of upset Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess, but ish. Sure. Didn't they get shit on in the next series? Yeah, they did. They lost to Philly in six, I think. I wouldn't really call it shit on them. Yeah, no. but Philly was the much better team in that playoff series. Yeah, I, I seem to remember Philly being. Better. It was they were pretty. It was pretty boring. Like the shots were like nineteen to twenty one. Yeah, both teams were just playing. Montreal not to does lose. know how to play boring hockey. Exactly, that's the issue, right? Like if they can shut down the, shut down Toronto. Okay, so moving on to the next one. <laughs> Edmonton, uh, Edmonton versus Winnipeg. Oh man, that's a t- that's the one I've been like. I, I, I think on. that this one, this one is an easy Edmonton win. The Jets in their last ten games were one and nine, right? <laughs> two, two and eight. Or two and eight, sorry. But they so it's like, how many games for Edmonton? Edmonton's winning this. Ehlers back. Ehlers, Ehlers is not. He might. No, he's I, likely going to be back. I, I heard he's back for the playoffs. Supposedly, yeah. But Wheeler's been awful. Their defense has been atrocious. Yeah. I, I agree. I think I don't think it's an easy Edmonton, but like if they have Mike Smith continuing to be good all of a sudden, like you know, I think that was their major issue last year. Right? One yeah. of their major issues. I say last Edmonton year. in six. Yeah. I'm gonna go Edmonton in seven. I just think it's it's not even close. Like the final regular season games. I know Ehlers wasn't in the lineup. Yeah, you gotta remember the they final... have Hallibuck, right? Like he can stonewall. Yeah, yeah sure. But, like, they're just going to get lit up. Like, their defense cannot handle it. Who's their best man in Morris? We, we have to remember, okay, Edmonton's defense isn't exactly, you know. Well, stellar. sure. But I think that Edmonton's forwards are – or Edmonton's you mean, top You forwards. mean Edmonton's two forwards? <laughs> yeah. Winnipeg has, yeah. has a better – a much deeper forward core than Edmonton. 
but their fourth line is also like Trevor Lewis and friggin Nate Thompson. Oh yeah, the fourth line's absolutely awful. They'll get caved in completely, and you know Edmonton will look to take but, advantage. But, of but also but going we'll against play Edmonton's like eight minutes. Line. You know, going yeah. against Edmonton's three line or two lines that aren't that don't have McDavid and Drysaddle on the ice, then you're you're yeah. Winnipeg are probably winning at every point of that game until McDavid and Drysaddle are on the ice, which unfortunately is. 40 something minutes of the game, 45 minutes of the game, probably. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Next series, we I put Edmonton in six. Okay. Pittsburgh, New York Islanders. Oh, I, I'm going to believe in Pittsburgh again. And I know they've let me down so much, but like, <laughs> the last time Pittsburgh played the Islanders, it was a they got swept. It's a shit right? show, they got man. Swept by the yeah, yeah, it was, it was a disaster for Pittsburgh. I, that was I, awful. I think Mike Sullivan has learned that. from his mistakes. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. Still, I will stick with. That. But he's also going up against the best coach in the league, <laughs> in Barry yes. Trotz. Yes, but I think Pittsburgh's on a different level this year. Like Crosby's Pittsburgh's really, been like, very good the last very thirty good. games. Very good. Like they had a very rough start, not a good start at all. But yeah, Martin thought that they were they were they were awful. The Martin thought they were done to start the season. <laughs> well, fucking Jari was shit at the start, and then he he seemed to fix himself. Yeah, somehow. So and I like Pittsburgh this better. year. They're going in hot. The Islanders haven't been. You know they've been very good. Their top pairing. Islanders have Islanders have actually not been good since they made that Paul Mary trade. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they had a, a very hot start yeah. to the season, and then they yeah. kind of tapered off, right? But again, right? Like it's the playoffs. It's a completely different beast. But you know, I'm saying Pittsburgh. I say in Pittsburgh six. in five. Okay, so Martin, Martin, and me are Eric six, Martin five, Ty. I'm saying the Islanders winning this one in five. Whoa. Damn, okay, so you have almost a sweep. I'm going to go Pittsburgh in seven. I like it. Okay. Washington, Boston. Man, this one's actually a really tough series. This is very, this is, this this is going to be a very series. good series to watch. Yeah. That's going to be one yes. of the better series to watch for sure. Like, um, I, I think that Boston is probably the hottest team coming I like in. where Boston's going. I like where Boston is right now. I'm going Boston. In uh, seven, this is going to be a one hell of a series. It's going to come down to the wire. I feel they're hot. Taylor hot. Taylor hot. <laughs> Taylor hot. Taylor's Taylor hot. Yeah. Taylor hot. We is don't Eric's crushes. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Mister Eight Head. Actually, first off, you know Taylor Hall is Martin's crush. You just see right. him showing around his picture of no, him no, and no. Taylor Hall. At this every is, I think <laughs> Buffalo would have done much better. <laughs> Buffalo would have done much better if they wrote out their game plans and used uh, Taylor Hall's forehead as as the whiteboard. Yes, that was good. <laughs> they could cover the entire ice with that. Okay, Boston uh, made all Martin the right Jeffrey. additions. They got a really good offensive defenseman in Mike Riley. They got a, an insanely elite forward in Taylor Hall. That's a, those are the exact two things that they needed. They're going far. And this playoffs, I think they're going to probably make a run for the at least the uh, the conference, conference finals. finals. And so I'm taking Boston in seven. Okay, and how many Martin? games? In seven. He said seven. I said that like seven? three times. Uh, it's okay, Martin. Uh, true. I, I say seven, too. <laughs> All right, Ty, let's hear it. Uh, for Boston or? For Boston. For Boston. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go against the grain. I'll say Washington in seven. Why? Just because everyone's choosing Boston. Okay. That's- I, 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 think Boston has, I think Boston has the like best. It depends. 
two, uh, Boston's three defense, players in the series. Okay. Boston's yeah. forwards are great. They're their top line. I mean, you can't you can't say anything about Pasternak and Bergeron and Martian. Their second line ever since they got Hall has been really, really good. Right? Like yeah. I think and that Hall Craig and Smith, Smith edition now, it's looking much yeah. better than it was before. Craig Smith. Craig Smith and Hall, if they re-sign Hall as well. And Craig it's extended, had a yeah. resurgence. Yeah, it's, it's extended Boston's window for and, contending for another two years, probably. And Krejci's a playoff guy. Like, he's a good playoff guy. He's always been good in the playoffs. Their third line leaves much to be decided. Like, I think Charlie Coyle's been actually one of the worst players yeah, in the league this year. awful this year. Yeah, he's and, very not good. But... Again, he's he's a guy that you can probably rely on to step it up a bit on in the playoffs. I feel, and I think that they're again Boston's a really really well coached team. Yep. Um, so Cassidy, I'm not hearing your reasons coach. that Washington but 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 Boston's defense, other than McAvoy and Mike Riley and Grizzlick, the rest of their guys are not good. If they're dressing Jared Tenorti on a regular basis. There's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. But how much can we play? It doesn't matter. Just run name Mc- three guys. McAvoy like 28 minutes a night. Yeah, exactly. And also, is, is Tuka Rask coming in healthy? You're telling me you want to start Dan Vladar and Jeremy Swayman? Have you even heard of those guys before? Swayman's killing it. I know, but Looks I mean, like. can you count on that in the playoffs? Probably not. Uh, you never know, man. The goal- goalies go hot. They go hot. Benton- a lot of people said the same thing about Bennington. About they're uh, also hitting Washington at a good time because Washington's not like on peak. peak it, uh, it, I don't think it really matters. What are they in their I, last I, 10? Does anyone know? I don't know, but Kuznetsov's all like getting Kuznetsov was, the doing, was doing cocaine again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Uh, Isn't their has, second best center? Has what's his face really worked there? Um, Mantha's worked there, yeah. Mantha has scored a lot, yeah. Washington seven two and looking, one in their last ten. They're what? Actually looking sick. Seven, seven two, two and, one. and one. Okay, so they're coming into the playoffs, you know, relatively hot. Sprong's doing well. That's Sprong. that's definitely one of your stats, boys. Yeah, Sprong's Sprong been the stats been, boy for years. Has is, has been a good <laughs> I, replacement I put, for Ovechkin. Hey, for anyone that cares, I put Boston in six. Okay, again, we're not doing a full breakdown well, I, analysis. I mean, we we are at this series. point because we are. Because look what Luke's saying. What Luke's trying to hint at is it is ten twelve, and I'm ready for bed. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so now we're on to the the Ty's favorite team, Carolina versus Nashville. Carolina in five. Carolina in four, baby. It doesn't really matter. I it doesn't I think that any of the teams would have smoked Nashville. Because think about it. A month ago, going into the trade deadline, who was gonna be the biggest seller? The Nashville Predators. And then suddenly yeah, Soros Soros got hot. So short another short king, UC Soros got hot. He starts started. Love started my short like, kings. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they, and then their PDO is like 108 in the past hey, 10 games. <laughs> there's one thing about PDO is that it can last very long times. Yeah, past the Senators in 2017. <clears throat> Soros can steal them a, a game or two, right? That's why I'm, I'm saying. That's why I'm saying <laughs> Remember that game against Carolina a couple a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> 50 uh, shots or whatever. Yeah, 50 shots. 
in the first period they had like five expected goals and it was like one nothing. Yep. So Soros was like carrying this team. I expect one game like that. So I'm doing five yeah. and five. But Carolina's just were wrong. Going. The next the next series is by far the best series, the most watchable series. This yeah, okay. Yeah. So I think I'm also so gonna time. say Carolina and five, whatever. Oh, I'll, admit, I'll admit they're not Tampa, Florida is going to be the best series to watch. Tampa, Florida. Yeah, Tampa, Florida. Luke, what was your answer? Uh, I put Carolina in 5-2. Okay. Tampa, Florida. This is going to be a fun one, especially if Kucherov is back. Which he will be. He Magically. Will be. I'm 100% on Tampa with this, but Florida, Florida's, you know, Florida's very good chances of winning the cup right now. Like every model has them fairly high, like third or fourth. I don't know what happened this year. Might have been just not playing Bobrovsky at all. But that was a big part of it. Horn did this quiz. team did this team really a Hornquist Verhage came out of nowhere? Right? Became like a 20, 20 he scored like twenty goals. I know he got injured towards the end of the year. Ripped to my fantasy yeah. team. It honestly it has been guys like that actually stepping yeah. up because Barkov and Huberdo have just been their consistently good selves. And then those guys stepped and they up. got, but Ekblad got he broke his leg in half a couple of weeks yeah, ago, sucks. and it, they they didn't stop right. That if they is... did have Ekblad, I would be much more confident saying but Florida McKenzie would win. Weger just stepped up. And yeah, exactly. Was sick. Yeah, at Kyle Dubas, you should have traded Andreas Janssen and Travis Dermott for him. Just saying. Apparently, F- Florida like could replace Riley quite nicely for you guys. Okay. Man. No. Um, Man, this is a, this is one of the unfortunate things about how the playoffs works now, is that just some great teams are going to be out in in the central. But that's exactly and what they the want West. to do. That's what the the nature wants. They I want know, but we're in a year teams. where these these divisions aren't going to last, right? Like, so yeah. rivalry doesn't really mean much this year. Well, I mean, rivalry would still matter for Tampa, Florida. Like, that's always going to be there. That's huge. That's true. They love that series. I think that the NHL is loving that. Yeah, if, if they could get Florida fans, the biggest series right, is Ty, still obviously going to be Toronto Montreal, though. Like it's not really like yeah. viewership wise, oh, it won't be even sure. close. But for yeah. sure, for going, for going the game, Florida Tampa is probably. Did you see their last game where they had like a huge line brawl? Okay, we're getting very tangential right now. Thanks. It's going to be fun. So, okay, Florida Tampa. Tampa. I, I want to say Florida in seven, but I know Tampa's going to come back yeah, at full I'm health. I'm saying Tampa at all year. Tampa I already six. marked it down, Ty. You can't switch your answer. Yeah. You put... I'm saying Tampa seven. I'm saying Tampa six, I, but I do think there's a very good chance Florida could pull an upset here. They're just such an aggressive it, team right it now. It wouldn't even it wouldn't even play. be considered an upset. Like I think they they might even be the it's favorites. For some yeah, they, they are. They are a favorite. Yeah, they are the favorite. They're four points ahead. But that's only because I'm, Kutrov's been out, right? I'm gonna put Tampa in seven as well. I think Vasilevsky's just. The, the dark horse here in a lot of ways. And Kucherov. Yeah, if, if Ty is correct and they held out Kucherov all year just to get him back in the playoffs just for like cap reasons, if Ty is in fact correct, that would mean Tampa probably could have came like first in this division with Kucherov. Like easily probably. Yeah. Could have came first. 100%. 
but I don't think, but I don't think he would have been there. I don't think he would have been there that long, anyways. Maybe like a month, maybe even less. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like, who was they had some random guys come like this Ross Colton guy was apparently like really, really. I mean, I can't say I watched much Tampa, Tampa, but I heard his name a lot. They had these random guys come up. Yeah, but Tampa's known for that. I'm in Pittsburgh. Random guys come up and they succeed. All right, to the West. I know the West isn't. finalized yet but it's basically finalized because vegas is up for nothing in the second period so they've clinched um, the first well colorado's also up for nothing <laughs> so um what it would go by regulation wins right if they're tied doesn't colorado have two games left yeah but they're down by two points so if colorado wins the next two games they'd be tied with vegas for first but who does it regulation um, wins or is it ROW? regulation wins regulation wins is the first okay so if colorado wins both games then they would be first so it's not really set it would all it's all dependent on tomorrow's but i game. think that i think that they're playing la again or they are San Jose or something yeah they are yeah and minnesota's <laughs> also up no minnesota's down sorry so so they're probably confirmed third. No matter who plays St. Louis is winning in four games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes. care who it is. Like they're winning in four games. Yeah. I'm gonna say let's just say it's Vegas and Minnesota. <laughs> Vegas and you wanna sorry, no. you mean Vegas and St. Louis? Yeah, sorry, Vegas and St. Louis. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's more likely Colorado, Minnesota. Yeah, that's Colorado, what I meant. Right? Colorado could Colorado could easily win their next two games and be facing St. Louis. So it really is kind of gray, um, but we'll just we'll I don't figure think that it out really tomorrow. Matters who's facing tomorrow I think it's I think it's Colorado and Vegas in the yeah. into the next round. Whoever whoever it is, it's Colorado. And Vegas. <laughs> okay. like, whichever I think way that, it is, I think that, yeah, whoever's playing the Wild is winning in like six games. I think the Wild are really really good. The Wild are really this good. year. They're an exciting team this year compared to like that mediocre kind of middling team. They've but actually they been a really exciting team. Two guys. But yeah. Ka- Ka- the funny Ka- thing Ka- is, is like with Minnesota, it's that like the amount of goals they scored per game and let in per game didn't change. It's just how those goals happened. Yeah. And now everyone's freaking out about it because instead of <laughs> they're still scoring whatever, like 2.8 goals a game or whatever, whatever it is. But now it's like an exciting goal from Kaprizov versus like just dumping the puck in and getting some like yeah. crash to the net boring ass goal that nobody cares about but yeah anyways so okay we're gonna we're gonna play it as if it's vegas st louis right now yeah so uh ty said vegas and four martin i'm saying vegas uh, and five st louis can pull off a win five yeah vegas and five it also depends if because if, colorado has i'm gonna go out of the box here and say st louis and four just kidding it also depends, but like if if Colorado loses their goalies, because I think Grubauer is back. He had COVID um, in April. I think he's back now. But if he gets injured, I think he's like been do you back trust for Devin? a while, dude? He's been back for okay. Time. But do you he's trust me in fantasy right now? Do you trust Devin Dubnik if he gets hurt again? Because Grubauer is hurt. Seems to be hurt like every other week. Ah, oh, Grubauer's been good this year. He's been okay. Consistent. Okay, but has Devin Dubnik? 
we just said that last year. Like they had Hutchinson in net, man. That's sure, the only reason they went into the playoffs last year. With if you if you start trying to make arguments about like starting goalies getting injured, you get into a whole another can of worms. Of okay, that's true. That's true. So St. Louis, who the hell is there? Squeezing like Bennington, obviously, but like Billy Huso's their backup. Billy Huso. There's very few teams that have like a backup where you go like okay. Okay, so Colorado, Minnesota. What are we saying? Colorado and six. Uh, I think so I'm too. saying Colorado, Colorado and six, six too. I don't think it's a seven yeah. series game. I think Colorado's much better, no. but I don't think they sweep them or anything. No. I put Colorado in five. I just want to be different, to be honest. All right, so we have our first round in my notebook here, and are we going to do an NHL bracket challenge? Yes. Do we want to open it up to fans? No. <laughs> no. Why not? <laughs> Maybe keep okay. it for fun, but I mean, the only one that I'm going to care about is our one. 20 bucks each. Let's go. We can All do right. a talking hockey one with everybody and do t- get 20 bucks in from everyone who joins. Oh, my God. The winner gets like $5,000 all of a sudden. Yo, that'd be lit, though. That would, okay, okay, never mind. I changed my mind. 20 buck buy-in. Let's go, followers. <laughs> Ty's acting like he's going to win with his freaking nonsense. He's going he's gonna to actively vote against Carolina in the second round when it comes to them playing Florida or Tampa, and then Carolina's going to go on to win the cup. I already bet Martin 20 bucks. And then he's going to bet against the Leafs for everything because he thinks they're going to fail at That's the smart thing to do. Listen, Eric, that's the smart thing to do. Hedge betting, if if your team wins, you're happy. But if they lose, you win money. But you also lose money. It's a win win no matter what. So it's kind of a lose. But you're happy if. Who cares if you lose 20 bucks? The Leafs won the series, right? You know what I mean? Who cares? I care about that twenty bucks. I like being right. You know, <laughs> that's weird because you're not right very often. I feel like I'm right like all the time, but we'll move past it. Okay, it's now ten thirty, Luke's bedtime. So, yeah, Grandpa Luke. Uh, is there anything else we wanted to talk about today? Uh, we'll, I want to talk we'll more about this trip, but um, you know, we'll save. Um, yeah, Mark, we can save Mark, Mark, next week. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss Crosby versus McDavid because I'd like to discuss it with you. At length. Yeah, I feel like we got to have a debate on that. Martin versus yeah, Ty. Luke's too tired for it to happen now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Correct. For next week. <laughs> okay. All right. Ty, sign us off. Thank you for listening, everyone, to episode 61 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. I'm going to cut that out. That was garbage. <laughs> yeah, that you, was everybody. really bad. <laughs> I know. I didn't like that. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.